Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day for Kia. The Kia EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day. As we jump into our trade radio update, thanks to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. And on the line, we've got the Fremantle Dockers Executive General Manager of Football, Peter Bell, as trade week starts to really crank up. Peter, thanks for your time tonight. Good evening, Mark. Let's start off with uh, a deal that we has has been done. Blake Akers off to Carlton. Uh, it's been quoted in some parts as being the steal of the trade period after, uh, of course, he went to the, the Blues for a future third-round selection. Uh, how do you sit with, with the deal that was done today? Yeah, obviously, sit pretty comfortably. Um, Blake uh, came across from St Kilda as a sort of supplementary uh, part of a deal that involved, um, you know, Brad Hill and some high picks and in that time was a valued member of our team. Um, as it turns out, uh, he was able to reach agreement and get an offer from, from Carlton, both of a, a duration and of a quantum that we weren't able to, to match. So given the circumstances, um, uh, we, uh, we we were um, uh, okay for, for, for Blake to pursue that opportunity, obviously out of contract as well. Um, and uh, the compensation we received was uh, that future third-round pick. Peter Will Schofield here, mate. Um, Blake Akers, from from my point of view, I'm watching you guys play. Has played a pretty important role for you this season, uh, a season in which you've you won a final and, and looks like the footy club's in a really good position. Um, how do you p- replace someone like Blake? Do you have people to step into a role he's been playing this year? Yeah, as you know, Will, the, the wing is a really tactical position. It's one of those... Uh, positions on the field where sometimes you can do all the right things and barely touch the ball and then other weeks you can get a lot of it and, and Blake really executed that role uh, well in 2022 particularly some of the, the best football of his career um, so one of the considerations we had in, in, in Blake potentially leaving was what sort of cover that we had in those wing positions and we're really comfortable with, with James Aish, Nathan O'Driscoll uh, covering those roles, we think there's uh, also opportunity there for for a player like Liam Henry, potentially uh, Carl Warner's another one, and, and we've got a, a lot of running halfbacks like uh, Chapman, uh, Young as well, um, uh, potentially, uh, uh, the, the, or Jordan Clark's another that that we think will provide us adequate cover on the wing. So we have a bit of depth there, uh, and that was one of the other um, things that we took into account in in doing the deal with um, with Carlton. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but. Uh... Uh, uh, Griffin Logue and Darcy Tucker look to be making their way to North Melbourne uh, if that's to be signed off on maybe tomorrow. Um, are they in similar ilk to a Blake Akers in terms of playing a role for you guys this year and, and, and they're effectively out the door at the end of the year? Yeah, a little bit, little bit different, so I'll, I'll deal with them individually. Um, 
Griffin was obviously a, a high draft pick and had played some uh, good footy down back for us and, you know, some really key matchups on players like Charlie Kuno and uh, Jeremy Cameron spring to mind, but it became a real utility for us in, in playing forward and filling a need for us there and performed to a really high level, obviously finishing sixth in our, in our best and fairest. So um, disappointed to, to lose Griffin. Um, clearly North Melbourne came really strongly for him and, and he's chosen, chosen to pursue that opportunity. Um, Darcy, uh, we had an agreement that um, for whatever reason, he probably hadn't reached the consistency that he wanted and, and we wanted for him as well. Uh, he applied himself really diligently, a real professional, very popular player. Um, but we just decided that if there was an opportunity with Darcy, we decided if there was an opportunity that he wanted to pursue, um, that we were able to get some sort of adequate compensation for. Um, we, we, we thought that was in the best interest of everyone, particularly given Darcy also had some personal situation, um, which, which meant that a move back to Victoria would have been um, pleasing for him. So uh, North Melbourne also were interested in, in Darcy. So we, we've managed to trade the pair of um, Darcy and Griff. Um, it was a difficult negotiation for us, Will, given that uh, obviously North Melbourne had the first pick in the pre-season draft. Um, negotiations were done really well between Brady Rawlings and, and David Walls, but um, we didn't have a lot of leverage with regards to Griff in, in really pushing that trade, given that if things deteriorated, which um, there was no indication that they would, but if they did, then North Melbourne could simply select Griffin with the first pick in the pre-season draft and, and we'd get no compensation. So in the circumstances, the fact that we've ended up with a, a future two and a future three um, was uh, in the circumstances uh, was okay. There's been some pretty strong language uh, from the footy club around Rory Lobb and his con- contractual situation for next year and uh, probably equally as strong language from his manager and Colin Young about him wanting to leave and uh, new opportunity, I guess, at another club. Is there any situation where Rory isn't at the football club next year or is he a 100% a free player next year? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a challenging situation, that one, Will. Um, uh, Rory also has pulled to head to Victoria um, from a personal situation, but the, the complexity, and we're certainly not completely heartless to that and that situation, but um, given given that we've lost a, a player that we've been using as a key forward in, in Griff in this trade period, um, and given that we're probably a little bit inexperienced in our key forward area, um, that, that makes it really challenging. Um, and not to mention also that, you know, Rory's been a focal point of our attack and played really, really well this year for, for you know, a couple, almost a couple of goals a game. Um, that ability to go into the ruck as well. Um, they are almost impossible to replace those types of players who can hit the scoreboard and, and go into the ruck like that. So for, for that reason, um, you, you can see how um, it, it, it's really complex. We've talked about a few of the players locked that are head out the door and Lobb's still with a question mark. But what about incoming players? Because Docker supporters are maybe a bit concerned as to uh, some of the, the talent leaving. But uh, let me throw a couple at you. Josh Corbett from the Gold Coast and Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Is that just trade talk or is there something behind that? Oh, there's been a really brief conversation, I understand, between uh, Anthony and, uh, and, and JL. Um, so there's a lot of water to go under the bridge there, but uh, Anthony expressed an interest in continuing his AFL career um, and and a player of his calibre, you're always wanting to explore potential opportunities, but they're at a very, very early stage and, and even his transition back into AFL football is a little complicated as well. Um, so I think that uh, if, if a player like him gets back into the AFL, that's great for fans, 
but um, yeah, look, it's at a, a very, very early stage as to as to what possibilities there might be there for for Anthony. Um, Josh has indicated that uh, he would like to continue his AFL career with us, so um, we think that he'd fill a, a really valuable need for us, um, particularly given um, uh, Griffin uh, has left. We, we do need four depth. Um, he's a he's a, a really strong leading player who has um, performed really well when he's given AFL opportunity. Obviously, at the Gold Coast, um, he's fallen behind uh, Ben King and Marby Orchol and Levi Casbolt, uh, to name a few. And so he sees some opportunity with us. And uh, obviously, now it's on us to try and facilitate a trade for Josh. But um, we had the opportunity to meet him and his partner over the weekend. And we think he'd be a really good fit. So hopefully that can eventuate. Uh, Bally, what's the deal that gets Luke Jackson to the footy club? <laughs> well, it's uh, it, it'd probably be a big one, Will. That's for sure for a, for a young player who um, is a really unique player. Um, you know, a rising star winner um, at uh, at Melbourne in his, his first couple of years. So, we, you know, we know that there's going to be multiple picks involved, and we know that he's really keen to come to Western Australia. So we'll keep having those conversations. Uh, with Melbourne um, and also with his management and, and we'll see what eventuates. But um, look, he is a player that we're really interested in bringing in and, and we think he's pretty unique. Um, so we'd be excited by that prospect. And so in terms of uh, the trade period that you're a part of, uh, footy club itself, are you feeling as if, uh, obviously you'd like to be on the on the plus side of whatever goes out that comes in. So uh, for, for Dockers supporters, um, fair to say that you, you're going 100% to try and get players into the club to to add to what was already achieved this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, clearly there's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's never nice when players um, want to pursue their opportunities elsewhere for whatever reason, and, and that happens from time to time, and, and we've got a, um, a, a small group, obviously, are exploring opportunities elsewhere, but uh, with this comes opportunity to potentially bring in some, some other players as well who are very keen to play at Fremantle and also to provide opportunity for some of the talent that we have on our list, uh, players like uh, Jai Amos, players like Neil Erasmus, Matthew Johnson. I mentioned Liam Henry before, and but I don't want to leave out any others because there are a number of others who deserve opportunities. So um, with these list spots that free up and the prospect of them either being filled by other players from other clubs or, or draft picks, there will be um, lots of opportunities and, and hopefully um, some, some fresh faces and, and new players are able to grab those opportunities and really excite the Frio faithful. Last one from me, Peter. Is there a chance of potentially chasing big name or big contract players? Let's put Luke Jackson in there, given how, uh, I guess, highly he's valued in the open market. Is there a chance that that disturbs club culture? We've seen Blake Akers today speaking on behalf of Carlton and his move that perhaps he didn't feel prioritised um, during contract talks with Freo. Is there a chance that chasing bigger dollars with bigger players disrupts what you already have at Freo this year? Yeah, there's always that um, that possibility. Not not talking about us particularly here, Will, but when when you bring in new new faces, but you, you try and have really open dialogue with your playing group, and you try and uh, budget and make offers um, uh, accordingly to what what is fair. Um, the TPP is a difficult thing to to manage, but um, if there's a strong trust with the the nucleus of your playing group, they understand that you're always acting in the best interests of the club, and you're always acting in the best interest of trying to win a premiership, which are incredibly elusive and difficult to attain. So you want to bring in quality, but you also don't want to upset that balance, which you speak of as well. And and, and we think with the moves that we're making, we've got that balance in mind. Uh, We're not always going to be able to please absolutely everyone. That's the nature of this industry. But we we think that we're doing the right thing for the footy club in in order for us to continue climbing the ladder, hopefully. 
Peter, appreciate the information and spending some time giving your Docker supporters and our listeners an insight as to how Trade Week is tracking. Hopefully speak to you shortly. No problems. Thanks, guys. Peter Bell, Fremantle Dockers Executive General Manager of Football. As part of a trade radio update, thanks to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany. Prove it in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Get in line if you want to give us a call. one 882 The Dig. Don't dig blind. Lodge a free before you dig inquiry online every time. Your thoughts on the Dockers, Essendon, how Trade Week is going, anything that's come to your mind that you'd like to have a go at, uh, give us a call. one 882 It's half past six. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91